With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back, everybody, to Rams Up, your favorite L.A. Rams podcast. You can also follow us on YouTube. We've got some great video content. Our YouTube handle is at L.A. Rams Up. You can follow us on Instagram as well. I'm your host, Mark. Let's get to it. Kicking off episode 138 here. Hope you enjoyed our new musical selection, changing things up a little bit. The focus of this episode, the Rams versus the Seahawks. We'll have a preview of that. We also have updated power rankings, and we're adding two teams to our list of teams that are done for the year. Kiss this season goodbye. See you next year. It's over. Up to 11 teams now. First, we're going to get to some Rams news and notes. Aaron Donald out for this Seahawk game and probably longer. So we will be without Sean Robinson and Aaron Donald in the middle of that defense. Is this contagious? Starts with the offensive line, spreads to the wide receivers, to the quarterback, and then jumps over to the defensive line. Seems like that's what's happening. Really weird. Wednesday injury report. The following players did not practice. Ode Abushi with an illness. Treven Howard, his hip. Ernest Jones, his back. Terrell Lewis, his back. And Lance McCutcheon, his shoulder. Limited. Brian Allen with knee and thumb issues. Ty Niseki, his ankle. So maybe he's coming back. Maybe he'll be back. And Troy Hill, limited with a groin issue. 
And we got some pro football focus grades from last week. Rob Havenstein led the way on offense, 86.3. Abushi actually did pretty well too, 76.4. Atwell, Akers, Ramsey, Taylor Rapp, and Jonah Williams with good reports. All you Rapp haters take that 72.5 for Taylor Rapp, even though he did miss a really big tackle in that game. On the downside on the offense, Bryce Perkins a 54.1 ouch. And AJ or Curry, we were hoping for some light at the end of the tunnel as far as our offensive line goes. Our Curry did not provide it a 48.4, but that's his first action in the NFL. So that doesn't mean he's a seventh round bust. Could end up being a good player. We'll have to give him some time to develop. And left guard. Matt Skura came in with a 47.2. Lance McCutcheon, 47.1. Higby did not score well either. And on the defensive side, Darion Kendrick, Marquise Copeland, Terrell Lewis, and David Long all struggled. And Greg Gaines, a 31.9. Ouch. So as of right now, our starting offense could look something like this. Quarterback will be Perkins or Wolford, or both, maybe taking turns, taking snaps. The running back will be Akers and Kyron Williams. The wide receivers, Van Jefferson, Ben Skowronik, Tutu Atwell, Brandon Powell, maybe McCutcheon will give it a go. And the offensive line, I suppose it'll be Niseki or Arcuri at left tackle. Skura, hopefully at left guard. No news on David Edwards. Brian Allen or Coleman Shelton at center. Coleman Shelton or Abushi at right guard. Havenstein at right tackle. Best case scenario is Niseki at left tackle. Move Abushi to left guard and then Allen, Shelton, and Havenstein. And tight end Higby or Hopkins. And a little bit of good news for the Rams. Daniel Hardy has been designated for return. So maybe he'll give it a go off the edge. We could definitely use a little bit of juice off the edge there. And the Rams assigned wide receiver Jakari Roberson to the practice squad. Hey, let's take a break from football. How about the U.S. men's national team getting the one goal and the win they needed, advancing to the knockout round, Hey, I'm not going to pretend to be an expert on this U.S. men's national team, but Sergino Dast really stood out to me, and Tyler Adams, really impressive player and person. Christian Pulisic getting the big goal. Looks like he's going to give it a go against the Netherlands Saturday morning. Not sure about Josh Sargent. He was undergoing a CAT scan today. Not looking good for him. This team is fun to watch. I think they got a shot. Netherlands are the eighth-ranked team in the world. But this U.S. team, there's something special about them, right? They're young, they're hungry, and they're pretty darn talented. But that win over Iran, am I saying that right? I don't want to get yelled at. That was a really fun game. Very tense. Down to that final whistle. Highly entertaining. Really enjoyed it. Hope to see more of the same against the Netherlands. And a fun fact about this team. Not a single starter, at least on Tuesday, from the MLS. And USC taking on Utah Friday night in Las Vegas. If they win, they're in. If they lose, probably not. They'll get bumped by 
Ohio State, in all likelihood, a team that did not reach their conference championship game. So let that sink in for a second. USC has an opportunity to lose a game while Ohio State sits at home. And this is the bummer in all likelihood if USC wins. They will play Georgia. Where would they play Georgia? In Atlanta in the Peach Bowl. That's a really bad draw. Not just the team, but the place. We'll be back in a second with our power rankings and adding two teams to the list of teams whose seasons are over. And why are they over? Because I said so. Time to update our power rankings. And we've got some significant changes since the last time we did this. I'm going to give you my top 14. Not going to spend time trying to figure out who should be ranked higher. The Falcons, Bears, Texans, and Lions, and teams like that. I'm going to talk about the 14 teams that right now seem like they have a legitimate shot at earning a seat at the Super Bowl table. But first, let's go over the teams that I've counted out. And you know how I do this. If I count a team out, I don't reverse my decision at any time. We're going to see how well I did at the end of the year. There's already one team I ruled out too early, but we'll see. The teams that I think have no shot at the playoffs, they're done. Season over. Goodbye. See you next year. And I had already counted out the Texans, Bears, Commanders. That's the one I think I got wrong. Jumped the gun on them. The Lions, Panthers, Steelers, Raiders, Jags, and Browns. And I have two new additions. Who else? The Broncos at 3-8. They are done as of week 13, going into week 13. The Russell Wilson experiment has been a complete failure. They're in a tough division and a tough conference. The Denver Broncos season is officially over. And who else? Another team a lot of people had penciled in for a playoff spot, the Green Bay Packers. They're 4-8, and eight, but, but it's hopeless for the Packers. They're done. I looked at their schedule. Vikings are so far ahead of them at this point. Packers are done. And besides, they've really shown no sign of life. Yes, Packers are done. See you next year. I refuse to include the Rams on this list. You know what the reality is with the Rams, but just can't do it. Not going to do it. Not going to go there. And how about these power rankings? Who do I have at number 14? The New York Giants. And you know what? They maybe don't even belong on this list anymore, but they're definitely still in the running, right? They could get it turned around. They seem to be heading in the wrong direction but I have them at number 14. Number 13, that team I mentioned a second ago, the Washington Commanders. Surprising as heck, right, that they've been able to get this done, creep back into right now, they are the seventh seed in the playoffs. Imagine that, the Washington Commanders, three teams from the NFC least right now. Number 12, the New York Jets. I really like the Jets. Love their roster. First, they lose their great rookie running back, Brees Hall. And now their starting quarterback has been replaced, benched. 
Do they really have what it takes to make a run at the Super Bowl? Probably not, but I have them as my 12th best team. Number 11, the Tennessee Titans, a team that guilty as charged. I always have them underrated. They always surprise me, but I still don't think they are a complete team. They are limited in the number of ways they can beat you. So I have them at number 11. And number 10, the Los Angeles Chargers. I still have trouble saying that. Los Angeles Chargers. I have a lot of respect for the Chargers, their offense especially. They've been playing with one arm tied behind their back. So many guys on offense hurt. They get healthy and that defense starts to play a little bit better. They will be a dangerous team. They got to get to the playoffs first, though, and they have some work cut out for them. Number nine, the Baltimore Ravens. I had said a few weeks ago this is the year Lamar Jackson was going to prove his critics wrong, but last week was a step backwards. Number eight, a surging Cincinnati Bengals team without Jamar Chase. Got to watch out for the Bengals. Give them credit, too. A lot of people are starting to count them out. They had a Super Bowl hangover, just like the Rams, but they've turned it around. Number seven, the Buffalo Bills. After week one, that win against the Rams, people are ready to crown them as champs. Pump the brakes on that. Number six, the San Francisco 49ers. It is working out well for them. Their defense can win games for them. Their offense can win games for them. In the back of my mind, I still have this little bit of doubt about whether they can win big games. I don't think they can. Maybe they'll prove me wrong. Number five, a team that everybody just doesn't want to talk about, really, the Minnesota Vikings. They got hammered by the Cowboys, come back and beat the Patriots in a close one. Number four, that team that trounced the Vikings, the Dallas Cowboys, another team that can beat you a lot of ways. Questions about their offense in my mind. Dak Prescott, is he the kind of guy that can put a team on his shoulders and win a game? I'm not convinced. But nonetheless, they deserve a number four ranking. And number three, the Kansas City Chiefs. They actually had a hard time with that Ram defense at times. If Mahomes has an off game, they are in trouble, in my opinion. And number two, and they take a big jump in my rankings, starting to really respect this team, the Miami Dolphins. Fun team to watch. I think they are the favorite to get to the Super Bowl in the AFC. They are my favorite to get to the Super Bowl in the AFC. And who's my favorite in the NFC? The Philadelphia Eagles. If Jalen Hurts stays healthy, that team is really dangerous and so much fun to watch. And how about that Super Bowl, the Eagles and the Dolphins? If the Rams can't be there, That's the two teams at this point I want to see in the Super Bowl. Extremely high entertainment value. Philadelphia Eagles versus the Miami Dolphins. So there's my updated rankings for you. And there's 11 teams now that I have counted out. And of all of those, there's only one that I probably jumped the gun on. I called the Commanders done going into week six. Obviously, I was a little bit hasty, but... Not unringing the bell. That's what I said, and I'm sticking to it. 11 teams who are done for the year, and there you have it, my top 14 as well. 
DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is my go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. And if you're looking for a Week 12 same-game parlay, how about this one? Right now, Texans plus 7 against the Dolphins. The over-under is 45. The Texans have the worst rush defense in the league, giving up 181 yards per game. First of all, I think the Texans plus 7 is a good bet. And I think we're going to go with the under on that point total of 45 for a couple of reasons. Both teams are going to try to run the ball. That'll shorten the game. Damian Pierce has a good chance of slicing and dicing this Dolphin defense. So both teams are going to be running the ball. So take the under on the point total. Take the Texans plus seven. And I'm going to say take Mostert over on the rushing yardage. He's going to get plenty of action against this Texans defense. And how about this? If you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code TPPN, place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game, you get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So let's talk about this week 13 game between the Seahawks and the Rams. Week 13 and the first time we've played these guys, we also get them on the last weekend of the season. Seahawks lead this series 25 to 24, but the Rams have won 10 of the last 14. The last time they played December 21st of last year, the Rams 20, the Seahawks 10. Memorable games, and I always go back to that 2017 game in Seattle, Rams 42, Seahawks 7. I can still hear it ringing in my ears just before halftime. Todd Gurley could go all the way. He finished with 152 yards and three TDs in that game, and the 12th man was gone shortly after halftime, I think. And then there was that playoff game a couple years ago, the one where Terry Bradshaw said it was going to take a miracle for the Rams to beat the Seahawks in Seattle. John Wolford got the start, got knocked out early, though. Jared Goff took over. Darius Williams with the pick six, and the Rams win that game. It's a miracle they beat Seattle. No, it's not a miracle. The Rams usually beat Seattle. Of course, they went on and lost the following weekend in Green Bay. Still coached by Pete Carroll. Key players, Geno Smith having a great year. They got the two receivers, Lockett and DK Metcalf. The rookie running back, Kenneth Walker III. Jordan Brooks has taken over as the focal point of the middle of the Seahawks defense. Seahawks had a really good draft. Two rookie cornerbacks already contributing, Kobe Bryant and Tariq Woolen. They also drafted left tackle Charles Cross, who looks like a keeper, and Walker also. I already mentioned him, the rookie. I talked about Ram injuries in the opening segment. Ram Connections center Austin Blythe, offensive coordinator Shane Waldron, and offensive line coach Andy Dickerson, all former Rams in one capacity or another. 
Seahawks offense passing their ninth in the league by yards per game, middle of the pack running the ball. Geno Smith, the fourth highest QBR in the league, believe it or not. And the defense, third worst against the rush, 153 yards per game. They got gashed last week big time. Last odds I saw were Seattle, minus three. They are favored. Could be a cool night in L.A. by California standards anyways, but it's at SoFi, so it will not be a factor. Seahawks come in 6-5. and five. They started out 2-3. and three. Then they won four straight, beating the Cardinals, Chargers, Giants, and the Cardinals again. And now they've lost two straight to the Buccaneers and Raiders. The Rams, 3-8. and eight. Losers of five straight. They've lost to the Niners twice, the Bucks, Saints, Chiefs, Bills, Cardinals, and Cowboys. And when you consider that, you know, that's quite a gauntlet they've run. Hasn't turned out well at all. You'd hope they get a couple wins out of there, but hasn't happened. Their wins against the Cardinals, Falcons, and Panthers. My fearsome four keys to the game. How do the Rams win this game? Well, fearsome key number one, this is a game you got to get the Rams running game going. That doesn't mean pounding it on first down every series like they have been, but they got to establish the run somehow. This is a team that can be beaten on the ground, make it happen. Not sure what this offensive line is going to look like once again, but especially if Perkins is out there, Rams got to get the running game going. Here's some key number two. Hey, this is a team where you can play that bend but don't break and force field goals. Don't let Tyler Lockett beat you deep. DK Metcalf break off big plays. Make them earn it. I'm okay with that. I know it's frustrating to watch this style of defense. Aaron Donald won't be playing. Seahawks might try to pound the middle with Ashawn Robinson and Aaron Donald both out. Rams got to be prepared for that. Make them earn it. Don't give up the big plays. If they want to run the ball for two, three, four yards a play, make them do it that way. Make them earn it on the ground. Rams might be okay. Here's some key number three, kind of ties into number one. Yeah, you want to get the run game going, but you got to be a little more creative than we have been. Let's get the ball to Brandon Powell and Tutu Atwell in space, somehow, some way. Our offense has so many limitations right now. There's no reason we can't be a little more creative. That, to me, is a key to being productive on offense against the Seahawks team. And fearsome key number four, all the things going against this team, a battered offensive line, starting quarterback out, top two wide receivers out, Aaron Donald and Ashawn Robinson out. We cannot afford to lose the turnover battle. Got to break even or win it. If we end up minus one or two, it might be lights out on this Rams team against the Seahawks. Got to win or break even in this turnover battle. Sometimes those takeaways come in bunches. We got two last week. Let's get a couple more this week. Might end up needing them badly if we're going to win this game. My prediction, being optimistic here, Rams 20, Seahawks 16. The Seahawks team is beatable. I'm not trying to disrespect them, but this is a team the Rams, with a couple of breaks, could definitely win this game, play smart football, move the ball on the ground, win the turnover battle. Rams win. 
20 to 16. Next up, our Rams Up Straight Up Game Picks. Let's get into our Rams Up Straight Up Game Picks. It was pretty tight this week. Pete Prisco in last place heading into this week, but he had the most correct picks, 10 and 6. The rest of us, Lorenzo, Mike, and myself, all 9 and 7. I had a chance to pick up some ground on Lorenzo and Mike, but the Colts let me down at home against the Steelers. Looked horrible in the first half. Took a brief lead in the second half and then lost. So that one cost me. Pete and I both picked the Vikings over the Patriots. That helped us out. But Mike and Lorenzo both picked the Panthers over the Broncos. So hopefully this week turns out a little better. There are some tough games this week. And the problem is I find myself leaning towards the visiting team in a lot of these games. And that's not a good recipe for success, but it is what it is. Bills at the Patriots. I'm taking the visiting team, the Bills, in this one. Patriots got to give them credit. Every game is a fight with them, and they'll hang with the Bills, possibly pull it off, but I'm going to take Josh Allen in this one. Steelers at the Falcons. I guess I'm going with the visiting team in this one. Steelers with their new young quarterback on the upswing. Falcons, I don't know, maybe it's time they turn to their rookie quarterback as well. Broncos at the Ravens. I think the Ravens will roll in this one. Man, Russell Wilson, what a disaster in Denver. Still tweeting like his team's in first place. Shut it down, Russell. Focus on football. Not a good look. Packers at the Bears. Not sure about either starting quarterback as I'm recording this, but but I'm going to take the Packers. They have the Bears number, right? Jags at the Lions. I'm taking the Lions square up on this one. They're playing some really good football. Almost pulled it off against the Bills. Laugh all you want. The Lions are a pretty good football team. Browns at the Texans. Geez, I'm going to take the Texans at home. Never know which team's going to show up when you're talking about Cleveland, but go with the Texans. Game of the week, perhaps. One of the two games of the week. Jets at the Vikings. And I could go either way on this. Mike White, the quarterback for the Jets again, I'm sure. Vikings playing solid football all around. Uh, I'm going to roll with the Vikings. Don't be surprised if the Jets can pull it off, though. Sometimes when you bring in a new quarterback, you get this. The whole team is pumped up and takes it to another level. Can they sustain that for a second week against the Vikings? I'm betting not. Commanders at the Giants. Two teams going in the opposite direction. I'll take the visiting team, the Commanders. In the second game of the week, Titans at the Eagles. You know, the Titans, their style of football, you got to give them credit. It works for them more times than not. But this Eagles team, I think they're going to blow through the Titans pretty easily, taking the Eagles there. Seahawks at the Rams. Now, sometimes I hedge my picks when I'm talking about the Rams, but I am outright picking a Ram victory at home against the Seahawks. This is really half the Rams that will be playing against the Seahawks. So many guys out, including looks like Aaron Donald. I'm still taking the Rams. Dolphins at the 49ers. You know, the Niners' offense has not been as productive as you would expect. 
Their defense stepped up last week. They're going to have to step up big time against the Dolphins. I'm taking Miami on the road. Another visiting team. There you go. Chiefs at the Bengals. Now you got to give the Bengals credit as well. Coming back, rallying without Jamar Chase, playing some really good football. And I think the Chiefs are a little overrated at this point. I have them third in my power ranking, so I'm not totally dismissing them. But I think they beat the Bengals. Payback for last year in the playoffs. Chargers at Raiders. Chargers might be happier to play the Raiders in Las Vegas than at home. And again, I'm taking the visiting team. Chargers are the better team, and they have something to play for, trying to make a playoff run. Go with the Los Angeles Chargers. Colts at the Cowboys. Forget the Colts at this point. Cowboys are going to stomp them. Saints at the Buccaneers. Another interesting game, Monday Night Football, two teams that do not like each other. The Saints defense is really good. The Bucks offense struggling. Going to be a low-scoring game, and I think the Saints are going to pull off the win. Those are my Rams up straight-up picks, and I don't feel really good about a bunch of these picks. I see about 10 games that could get picked either way. Flip a coin, who you got. We'll check back next week and see. Hopefully, a bunch of these break my way. That's going to do it for this episode. Remember, you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. Visit our website at ramsup.com. And don't forget about our YouTube channel. Our handle is at laramsup.com. Till next time, keep the horns up, stay safe, and have fun out there. Music courtesy of the YouTube Audio Library. Tracks featuring Bar Crawl by Track Tribe. Buckeye Banzai by Vans in Japan, and Crimson Fly by Hamahama. Hama.